We are live. Bum, 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 bum. What's up, Mike? It's Thursday, 9 p.m. What's up? What's uh, up? What's up? Second night of a back to back. We had a killer show last night. We got another cool show hooked up tonight. Uh, we got Kerry Caprio and JR Ridge coming on in a little bit. But uh, here we are, man. We are on our last show before a week off, everybody. I hope you all are prepared for no Mike and Mish next week because I'm out of town. And I'm not going to make Mike do this thing on his own. You know how we do. We're a team, goddammit. Oh, man. You know, we're a team, and Kyle is letting the team down. That's that's what I hear. That's all I hear. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you guys down for a week. But I promise you, the week that I come back, we're going to put some killer shows up. It's going to be a hell of a week for us to come mm -hmm. back. We're really playing. Big, ben, Big ben says he'll co-host. Of course, he would volunteer to co-host. Big Ben is our biggest fan by far. Big Ben so Bare Knuckles' Big, biggest fan. Big Ben is Bare Knuckles' biggest fan, not only by uh, by merit, but by stature. Himself, himself is yeah, like seven foot five. They don't call him Big Ben for nothing. Right, right, right. Great fucking team, and thanks for the break. Yeah, all right, guys, so. Here we go. We got another big show for you tonight. We got two flyweights that are in the BKFC. Two badass guys. One guy's kind of like surprised everybody at BKFC 26. We're going to talk to him first. And then J.R. Ridge, who is a little powerhouse, five foot three flyweight, who uh, lost his last one, but is looking back to looking to get back in the winning column uh, in Tampa and fight. Fight night Tampa too. Yeah, Florida State Fairgrounds in Tampa. Florida State Fairgrounds. But we are have our first guest of the evening in the waiting room right now. And if he is ready to go, which it looks like he is, we're gonna bring him on. He is the victorious Carrie Caprio. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Hey, 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 what's up? Long time no see. What's up? What's what's your boy's name? Or your girl, boy, girl. Oh, this, uh, this is my girl, Kiana. Yeah, we couldn't see from the eyes down, so it's... Yeah, couldn't see from the eyes yeah, down. Yeah, no, you guys are good. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. This is this two is... nights in a row. Yeah, I was just going to say, this is two nights in a row somebody brought their, their daughter on the show. Last night we had Lorenzo Hunt, tonight we have Carrie Caprio. Welcome to the show, my friend. We saw you down at BKFC 26. You uh, really impressed the hell out of everybody inside the Hard Rock in Hollywood, Florida. How are you feeling uh, shortly after your victory? Um, I mean, it feels good, you know, um, just to go out there, have that experience, get the win. Um, so I'm just trying to chase it, still kind of living off that high from it. But I'm just trying to plan it out, really get things locked in and looking forward to the next one. So being back home, right, and now you've got this win – you had the build up to it. I saw your social media pages, and now everybody sees you when you come back. How how is it? Is it awesome or what? Um, I mean, it's not really regards with everybody. It's more of just a personal thing. Like this is what I like doing. Now I'm really getting that shot to do it on the big stage. Yeah, so, um, got the win, so I'm gonna take that momentum, run with it. Um, really, you know, take my training to a whole nother level now. Um, got some good connections now um get locked in so really uh just gonna focus on getting healthy and then uh yeah like i said just taking my training to a whole new level and looking uh, at a new, new carry capital next time you see him in there 
Hell yeah, man. Well, I'll tell you right now, and Kevin Smith said it right there in the comments. I'll put I'll put that comment up on the screen. Kevin Smith, our guy from Smith Brothers Combat Sports, he he says the kid's a killer and is gonna be a star for sure. Um, because we told you when we saw you down there, we didn't know too much about you, but we did know that rookie Randall was the number three flyweight in the world at the time. So we're like, all right. We all just assumed that they were uh, throwing somebody to rookie <laughs> so he can get another one. I don't know. That's, that's what they assume too. Right, right. That's so, that's what a lot of people assume. No, no, and, no. Uh, you know. Yeah. And he, he, he dropped you in the first round, but you popped back up and you battled through it. And then, uh, what was it, third or fourth round did you finish him? Third mm-hmm. round. Third round. And uh, I think you – Yeah, third round. You yeah. dropped him three times in that round. Uh, that – like I told you, I had I had done a little research on you after the fight because I was like, man, this kid is something else. Let me let me look into him a little bit. And I found a Muay Thai fight where you were, I believe, were you in Thailand? You got kicked in your chest, went down, and then you came back to beat the living shit out of your opponent. That that fight, <laughs> yeah, I was uh, like, he so hit me right there, in the uh, solar plex it took the wind out of me. I had to go down <laughs> and catch my breath real quick. But uh, yeah, I'm always kind of a slow starter. I'm hoping to change that. I was hoping not to be a slow starter this fight. Um, like I said, y'all saw, he definitely hit me with some good shots, dropped me, uh, knocked my mouthpiece out. You know, I was pissed when he knocked my mouthpiece out. So uh, I was like, man, that's embarrassing. That, that don't look good on the judge's scorecard. So I was like, I gotta go get that back real quick. Yeah, when you got dropped in that first round like that, what were you thinking? I was like, well, that's embarrassing. It didn't hurt, but it hit me right on the button. It took my leg out from me. You know, I didn't see it, bam, right on the button. But, you know, I got up, shook it off. Um, yeah, I was like, man, this is embarrassing. It's still embarrassing. Um, you know, they got the highlight. with. Uh, they just put the highlight up, me, you know, getting knocked down. And they got it going back in slow-mo. It was a good shot. All credit to him. So, I will tell you that the the sound of that shot sounded hard, man. You could you could hear that shot that rookie landed on you in that first round, and we're like, "Oh shit!" And then, like Mike said, he hit you on the left side of your face. But after the fight, you had a little, yeah. you had a little uh, golf ball off the side of your right, right side, side of your, your face. face, right? So I, I don't remember what shot he landed on you. To I see you're you're fully healed up now. You look pretty normal now. Yeah, I but. got a little bit of. Um black eye a little bit but uh other than that you know swollen's gone down pretty much um so yeah it didn't really take too much damage you know god god bless me didn't take really any damage Um, outstanding so when we were talking to you down in florida we we were learning that you are one interesting individual and i wanted you to tell the audience a little bit about yourself because um where so so where are you from you made it. You you ended up in Thai, Thailand. You were doing some things out in Thailand, and then now you're back here. Uh, just give us a a quick bio on yourself so people can know who they're who they're a new fan of. Um. Yeah. So I spent the past uh, three years working as a special police officer in D.C. Um, you know, probably some of the roughest parts of D.C. You know, there I was fighting five to ten times a day. So I'm looking forward to hopefully only having to fight you know four or five times a year. Um, so trying to, you know, put that behind me right now and, um, just take a run with this. That's in, that's a, that's incredible. And you're, you're done with police work for now. That's what you mean. You're saying you're all set with that for now. Yeah. Um, back in December, a guy had pulled a knife on me. Um, you know, I had to defend myself. He was all right. You know, he just needed a few stitches, but, um, so I ended up getting suspended and then, um, they finally cleared me to come back, but, you know, um, ended up getting a fight offer. So I was like, yeah, I'm. 
and already went six months without a paycheck, and you know, <clears throat> might as well uh, Damn. keep living the dream. That's so funny how he and, just breezes uh, over that. He, uh, <laughs> Cap, you you just breeze right over that story. You're like, yeah, a guy pulled a knife on me. I had to fight back. No big deal. He ended up with a few cities. I mean, you know, that, that, that's D.C. <laughs> no big you deal. Know? So what, what special police is, you know, you're pretty much a run cop. You know, you're full police powers, but you're hired to just work in the worst parts of the city. Oftentimes, no radio, no backup. So, you know, you got to oh. have a lot of street smarts out there. Um, and I was working in some rough areas, so, you know, especially anytime you're a new kid on the block, you know, you're going to have to, you know, uh, back they my word They put you up, in the worst so. places, right? Is this your initiation? No. It's just the industry, man. It's just um, I really don't like it, like I said. So just trying to get out of it. Um, so prior know, and, prior to that, prior to your time in, in D.C., um, you had told us that you were out in Thailand, right? You were training out in Thailand. What were you doing out there? Yeah, I was staying, um, this guy I know, um, Joe over at, um, Hong Kong Muay Thai in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Um, so it was, I found out how dirt cheap it was. Anybody that's listening, man, if you're ever thinking about going just in general to Thailand, man, you can do a week in Miami or a month in Thailand, you know, it's dirt cheap. So, you know, once I found out how cheap it was, once my lease ended, you know, I booked that flight and hopped right over there. Wow. Yeah. Just when I wish I could. Definitely plan to go back soon. I love it. That's amazing. And you're not the first person to tell us that on this show. We've talked to a few guys out in Thailand and they say the same thing. If you got 180 bucks in your pocket, you could basically live for a couple of weeks out there. It's nuts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where I was at was $1,300 for two months. So that included my own room plus training twice a day. So, wow. um, and the food was dirt cheap. So, you know, that's, that's cheaper, way cheaper than what, what I'm paying right now. It's incredible, man. Month, it's, it's, month, so, so. It, it's so crazy how different parts of the world, the dollar is so different. It's nuts. And plus, that's like the best place in the world to go train, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say the best. There's definitely, you know, it's all who you surround yourself with and the work work ethic you put in. Um, but there's definitely, there's a lot of great gyms out there. I mean, there's endless out there. A lot of people go out there and do fight camps out there. Um, you know, even if you don't want to do a fight camp, just go out there, train a little bit, hit the beach. Yeah. Um, see the world, you know. Get... Were, you, were you taking fights while you were out there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's where I had my three fights out. Um, that's where that video was. Yep. Yeah, I figured it's awesome. I mean, the, the, the scenery alone is fantastic. I mean, tons of hills, the weather to train in, like you said, the beaches and everything. I know we had asked you before if you knew knew a few people that we knew uh, from the bare knuckle world and stuff, and you you were in a different part of Thailand, but they they had a bare knuckle kingdom show, and they had the ring at the top of this hill, like uh, at a hotel, and you could see down. There's water. You could see the shoreline. It was beautiful, except they had it at like nine o'clock in the morning. And eventually it got to be like almost like a hundred degrees with like a hundred percent humidity. So like <laughs> people were heat stroking out there fighting in the ring. That sounds awesome. What's up for the heat stroke? But um, yeah. yeah, I know. I know they got the you know, BKC, BKFC Thailand shows out mm-hmm. there. There's a lot of promotions. You know? I mean, they're doing fights every day of the night out there. So, I mean, if you want, you can fight every day of the night if you want to. Or if you go out <laughs> she, there, so. She's getting you, man. She's getting you good. Oh, yeah. 
Hey, um, so, so another thing that we talked about, you had talked to talked to us about you are living with Crohn's disease. And I, I know that you you're public about that. It's right in your Instagram bio and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not. I wasn't smart to what Crohn's disease was. And you said you were like three weeks behind on your treatments. Um, have you have you gone and taken care of yourself? And can you maybe explain to us a little um, bit what it's like to fight with Crohn's disease? Yeah, so for those that don't know, Crohn's is um, an autoimmune disease and attacks, attacks the digestive system. So um, very painful. Um, all depends on which part. You know, for me, it attacks the entire, all the way, you know, from the mouth down to the colon. Um, so, yeah, this is very painful. I've had a couple surgeries. Um, I get a treatment once a month. Um, I go to the hospital. I get hooked up to a, um infusion, but they get they're saying I got to see the doctor for me to continue my medicine, which is really a scam. I go in there, I say, "Hey," and the doctor's like, "Okay, well, I saw you take my fifty bucks," and then they let me keep getting my medicine. But I've been trying to see the doctor, but you know they just called me today actually, and I'm supposed to see him next week. And they're like, "Oh, well, the nurse practitioner's not gonna be in, so we gotta move you back to the 19th." And I'm like. I just, I literally need to just go and say hi. I saw you so I can get my medicine. Wow. And Unbelievable. It, is it so? so <laughs> I'm very ignorant to the disease myself. And um, is it like, is there reflux involved with it? Is it certain foods like you can't digest um, properly? How, how, like, what, what is it exactly? So, I mean, for some people, I can't speak on everyone. You know, I don't have the yeah. acid reflux. Um, maybe some people do with it. Like I said, for some people, you know, it only affects maybe their small intestine. Or like uh, for me, you know, I, like I said, my entire stomach, my colon, um, that's really the big issue right there. So, um, but yeah, it's really painful. A lot of people have a lot of vomiting, a lot of um, diarrhea, um, bleeding. A lot of times when you have bowel movements. Um, hard to keep weight on. Just very tired all the time. You know, very hard to get out of bed. Like you know, stomach pain is a little bit different. Yeah, that, you know, I, my my body is hard. You know, what I'm saying I can take a punch to the face, but that stomach pain is a little bit different. Um, same thing that fight, man. Right before I walked out, my stomach just started. It was on fire the rest of the night. But you know, when I got a job to do, I'm gonna go get the job done. So yeah, put my, that to the my, side. Mike and I were talking about it earlier and we were, we were wondering if, uh, if you ever wanted to like keep it a secret because you're in an industry where you're going to get punched in the body and and it might affect you differently, but you are pretty open about it. You don't, you don't care who knows, like you're kind of like a spokesman for it almost. Right. Yeah. You know, I just want to inspire people, you know, um, already there's already been a couple of people that have hit I'm asking. <laughs> have um, already hit me up asking me. So kids, you know, they're going through it too. Um, it, you know, it's a lot. It's a more of a modern disease, obviously, because of you know the foods we eat and all the processed foods. But um, yeah, it's just inspiring people. You know, whatever you're going through, man, just get up, fight through it. Because you know, um, I try to inspire people because that's what I wish I, you know, someone was doing for me. Um, I'm the kind of guy to walk around the gym and just you know, kind of talk, you know, talk shit a little bit in a positive way, you know, encourage you to do more reps just because that's what I wish somebody was doing for me just because every day is yeah. so tired. It's so hard to push. But when, when I'm around when, other people, you know, I get more energy. Do you know of any other professional athletes that have the same thing? Uh, I, I don't. 
Do you know? Um, yeah, there's another, um, there's a BKB fighter, I think, uh, Rico Franco. He actually has an ostomy okay. bag. Um, I think his name's Rico Franco, but yeah, he's got an ostomy bag, which is, um, if you, sometimes people have their colon removed and basically end up with a poop bag. So, and he fights, sure he has one of those bags. And- yeah, I'm not sure if you know it's a temporary bag or it's a permanent bag. I don't know too much, but I saw that and that was really crazy. Yeah. That really inspired me just to, to fight with that. Um, there was a couple Same. NFL players, I forgot their names off the top of my head. I don't think the one guy is still playing. So, uh, quarterback for the Jaguars, uh, former quarterback for the Jaguars, hmm. I think his name was Gerard or something, but um. I'm yeah, I know he up. had Crohn's. That's crazy, man. Good on you. I mean, you're really an inspiration to to a lot of people that may have that disease and think that they're being held back by it. So there you are, yeah. this guy. Now you went out there and you fought Rookie Randall and you really uh, put on a show for everyone. Did the BKFC approach you after the fight? Did David Feldman himself come congratulate you and let you know? Uh, anybody have any words with you? Um. Nobody I didn't already know. Um, uh, no, Dave didn't come up to me. Um, you know, I saw Kevin Smith. He congratulated me. Um, Ryan Perez, you know, he congratulated me. A couple of, you know, really just the fighters I already knew. Um, but, I mean, I'm sure I'll be getting a call back soon. So, um, I can sell tickets, too. Um, that, they didn't really give me the opportunity to sell my own tickets. Um, I Mark Brunel. That option. So um, I definitely could sell some tickets too. Maybe not as much as some of these, you know, local guys, but I definitely could sell a good amount of tickets. Um, I'm glad I put on a good show. You know, I didn't want to get dropped, but I guess it, it made it more entertaining for all my it, fans back home. It really um, does. Kept them in tune. I know that you're saying like, oh, yeah, obviously for you in your head, you're like, you don't ever want to be dropped. And that's totally understandable. But for the viewer... It's like a movie, you know what I mean? You're watching it, people are and then you fall, and like, oh god, this guy's gonna lose. He's fighting the number three ranked guy, and then you get back up, and then you come back in two after two more rounds go by, and then you win by by dropping them three times. And that's like for people watching, they're like, holy shit, they don't forget that type of uh, fight. Like uh, Jay Jackson, uh, who was there. I don't know if you met Jay while you were there. Jay Jackson, he fought Damon Bell, and it was kind of like that where he got dropped. And it was like, oh, shit. And he was kind of messed up. And then he came back and won a couple rounds later. And it was like a back and forth battle. And that's what people remember, you know? It was a good war, you know? I mean, I always knew I could take a punch because I've done it before. But then, obviously, leading up, you're like, oh, you start like, dang, do I really know? But before the fight, I was like, yeah, I know I can take a punch. And once they started coming, I was like, yeah, I can take a punch. I don't want to, but. Yeah, I can take one. <laughs> and and uh and being a DC cop in the hard areas, you probably threw some bare bare knuckles in your past. So Just, I'm sure. Um, no, I'm more that you know. I always recommend jujitsu and wrestling. Um, I try to stay away from the punching and the kicking. You know, unless they're dumping me. Um, you know, I've gone viral actually from from I did I I usually use an outside trip a lot. I went viral one time for it. Really. Um, <laughs> So, um, they, they, it was actually praised because, you know, pretty much, you know, the guy didn't get hurt at all, easily put him in handcuffs, you know, took him down easily, real gentle. It wasn't like I picked him up, slammed him, just, all right, come here, let's get on the ground, get in the handcuffs, you know, all. So, um, a lot of the jujitsu pages are always, you know, throwing that around the internet. It's awesome. And now when you're not training for your own fights, are you coaching? I, I think I... 
I see you posting uh, like Mayweather Gym somewhere. Where you yeah, at? I'm coaching at the um, Mayweather Boxing and Fitness in Alexandria, Virginia, and Elite Boxing in Columbia, Maryland. Um, just a go. couple classes a week. Um, you know, that came through. Like I said, I had lost my job, got suspended, so those coaching jobs opened up. Um, so it's um, like I said, it's just not a lot. Of, it's good money. It's just not a lot of hours right now. But, um, you know, so it's a little tight, but, you know, I'm making it meet. There you go. And um, has anybody talked to you uh, about a 125-pound tournament that is going to be coming soon for the BKFC? Have you heard anything about this? The only time I heard about that is when I was listening to the podcast when y'all had Randall on before my yep. fight. Y'all had mentioned that that was the news to me. I never heard of that. Well, there you go, man. Do you you have management? You need to get your manager, and you need to uh, hit up the BKFC and say that you want in that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, they, they, they should. We lost him for a second. Yep, because I think he got a text and he, he took it off the screen. That always happens. <clears throat> See if he comes back in here in a second. That that does. Hello. Oh, yeah. It happens when people get a text or a phone call. Sometimes it throws the whole system for a loop and uh in cases like this we'll have to possibly ask him to just drop out and come right back into the show so let's see if he pops in in a second here we've got jr ridge waiting jr ridge is hanging there for us for a few minutes a couple minutes if see if carrie comes back on here we have just a few more questions for him we're going to get him back in here and then we will be right to you sir but yeah, man, fighting with Crohn's disease, can you imagine? Like, you already no. got to get punched in the face and the body by professional athletes that practice punching people in the damn body. And, there he is. You know, this guy's no, fighting I, all of it. I don't like when I get heartburn. So Yeah, me, me neither. I'm like a baby. I got to go lay down. <laughs> all right. What's hey, going on, Cap? What's happening? Yeah. Nope. Sorry. I there we go. Up. There we go. So. We have a speed round we like to do at the end of all of our interviews. We've got five questions. Off the wall, not really anything to do with fighting most of the time, although sometimes they do fall in there. You ready for it? Yep. Hit, hit me with them. Here we go. Number one, when you have a night off from training, what does your ideal chill night look like? Um, relaxing at home. I don't, I don't like to. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to go out. It's always trouble, so I don't. You, you know. You watching I, any good series or anything? Right now, right now I'm watching Stranger Things. I finally got on that. I'm up to season four. Nice, so. nice. There you go. So when he's watching TV with his daughter, he's watching Bubble Guppies or That's something right. like. Yeah, or Bluey <laughs> or, or Coco Bluey. Melon. Yeah. All right, number two. <laughs> All right. What is a trend that people do nowadays that you can't stand? A trend that people do nowadays. Um, I don't know. I think just people being loud and obnoxious. I don't know if that's a trend, but people, that's I guess, because of social media, the they think it's cool now, and they want to smack them down or something for the camera. And, yep. Or those for the gram people. For the gram people. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Number three, favorite horror movie. Favorite horror movie. I don't know. They're all pretty predictable. Um, anything really, I think, demonic is more scary, but a lot of them are pretty predictable. I just feel like a lot of them are pretty cheesy and 
for nothing. <laughs> no Not favorite one. Guy. Off the, I can't think. Can't think. No of one Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger, Pinhead, or any of those guys. What about it? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Now, Candyman. Candyman. <laughs> Here's what I want you to do tonight when you put the kid to bed, all right? When your girl's in bed, go on Amazon Prime and look up a movie called The Terrifier. Oh, right? my God. <laughs> look up The Terrifier, watch that movie, and then talk to me later, all right? Yeah, that's not your run of the oh, mill. I got you. That's not your run of the <laughs> mill. All right, number four. What was the best album when you were in high school? What was your favorite album? Or what was everybody bumping? Um, on this one, I think Chief Keith came out. Everybody was playing him and Juicy J. And, um, <laughs> just, you know, that's when rap really started, I think, going downhill. My <laughs> yeah, I think I might agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think My I might agree with you on that one. He's like my best. My best album in high school would have been the worst one in your years. Right. <laughs> All right. Last question for you, brother. Best thing. Best thing you did in Thailand. Um, just went out there, go and fight and train. Like I said, I love martial arts. To do that in Asia was always my dream. To to fight, like yeah, and just living my dream. Never thought I'd be able to do it, and then I was there doing it. Nice. Awesome, man. Well, it's great talking to you. We'll give you a minute to shout some people out and thank some sponsors if you want. And then we're going to talk to another flyweight that maybe you'll fight in the future. All right. Go ahead. Take a minute. Cool. Cool. All right, man. Thank you, everybody that was supporting me throughout this camp. You know, God got me to the stage. Um, you know, thank you, Coach Greg. Uh, Chris Pack did an amazing job wrapping my hands. Um, Nate with um, Primetime Taekwondo, Silverback Podcast. I'll be on them next week. Um, shout out Chisel Life, always keeping their doors open for me. So, um, Tony Jeter, always looking out. So, yeah, you guys, thanks for having me on. Hope to be back on soon after another Anytime. win. I I would assume that we're going to have you back on sometime soon because I would not be shocked if the BKFC wanted to get you right back in there, seeing as you didn't take much damage and you put on a show for the crowd, so. Thank you very much for a little bit of your time. Go spend some time with your daughter, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a blessed one. All right. Take you too, easy. man. Take care. Bye. There he is, everybody. His Instagram and his Facebook is at the bottom there. Cap versus the world on Instagram and Kerry Caprio on Facebook. Awesome dude. Crazy story that he's got with the going out to Thailand training, becoming a special Special investig what do you right. special crimes special cop in DC? And, uh, yeah. What the fuck? And uh here we are thinking we're cool in the army. We're just a bunch of schmucks, Mike. Right. I'm not schmucks. running around with no radio in the friggin' <laughs> depths of the ghetto with fucking people attacking me and shit. No, no, he's no. not looking for trouble. He's gotta go help. <laughs> yeah, he's out looking no for backup. trouble so we can stop it. Now we got another guest in the in the waiting room right now. He's been waiting patiently. He is fighting. Very soon, he's coming up on July 23rd, BKFC Fight Night Tampa 2. He'll be taking on Justin Martinez. We saw him in Orlando fighting Danny Alvarez. Here he is, J.R. Ridge. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, hell yeah, man. You know, uh, we, we had one of your buddies on here recently, and it turns out that he's like fr from right up the street from me. 
uh, Ryan Reber. Oh yeah, it's one of my boys. Yeah, we yeah. were training today. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, when, yeah he's he's at the same gym as me. Yeah, it's, it's he's a while. Also fighting too on that card. Yep, he is. Is he? I didn't know yes. he was, he, who's he fighting on that card. He's fighting um, that uh, Caruso, Slick Rick Caruso. Oh no yeah, shit, the, the right? same guy that fought um, Jack Clark, WWE guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, thank you. Welcome to the show. Um, Dude, you're fighting a guy that's a that's a little more your your size, your style. Um, the last guy you fought was long and rangy, and he kept bopping you with the fucking jab. And um, I think you lost that fight to the doctor that night. What's his name, Mike? Doctor Don Woozy. <laughs> Doctor Don. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Sean Wheelock always likes to say his name like at least five, six times uh, in event. Doctor Don right? Woozy. <laughs> yeah, yeah man but that was a, it was a, you know it was a hell of a fight for sure sure it was tell us about that fight what went wrong what went right and uh you, you know what could you have done better um you know like like you know he was he was a tall rangy guy used it very well we had a good game plan going into the fight um you know i i we worked on like entering and exiting properly, getting on the inside. It's just, you know, once the fight was going, uh, he tagged me with that jab. Um, I tried to get on, on the inside and, and, and he used his range very well. So, so yeah, I mean, um, tagged me a lot with it. It is what it is. It was a fight, <laughs> hell of a fight. It was. Um, you know, hats off to Daniel Alvarez. I'm sure we'll meet again. Um, you know, one of the things is that uh, I was I was ranked number five um, when I fought him, and you know, again, you know, in, in this sport we are professionals, and you know, one thing that uh, that I take very seriously is my is my weight, and also making the weight. Um, you know, with one of with him, he's a big guy. Uh, it, this would have been his one twenty five debut. Um, he ended up not making the weight. I think he weighed in at one, one twenty nine and some change. Um, but yeah, you know, again, um, I don't know if he's gonna fight at one twenty five or or go to one thirty five. I heard, I heard down the line that you know he's gonna be fighting at one thirty five. I mean, I think one thirty five he'd be great as well. But size uh, for it. Yeah, he's definitely got the size. You know, um, you know, you got a couple of a couple of fighters in the in the chat room saying what's up. You got uh, yeah. Elvin Brito, who just uh, fought an epic battle with Palomino the other night, says, yeah. yo. And then Dave Mundell must be your buddy, your son. He says, JR. <laughs> and, yeah. and then he says, fuck that guy. He didn't even make weight. So, yeah, so. yeah, that's my that's my boy. Dave. Dave is like a brother. Um, you know, he's I see him quite often as well out here so we train together where do you guys so all train at we train in clearwater um my coach is matt mccusker and it's a it's a muay thai gym i'm actually the boxing coach out there okay um yeah, but I yeah holding pads a lot that's so i was wondering yeah definitely i i, I train i train all the boxers out there and i also train i've got a handful of private clients that i train as well but yeah i see dave weekly julian julian's in town like I, I was training with julian today julian lane 
Yeah. And yep. then and then we've got Henry Williams that's also fighting on the card. Oh yeah. Um yep. And he fought and in Orlando. He sure did, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a bit he's he's gonna be killer, man. Henry Williams, he is gonna be a killer in the one and one. He actually he actually is one of Julian Lane's first clients as yep. a manager. He's managing uh Henry and, and Ryan. Ryan. Right. Yep. Is he managing you too? You you, you got Julian Lane managing you? No, my manager. No. Yeah, no, yeah, my manager's Nelson. But um, nice. but yeah, yeah, it's you know he's like if you want to join the the bang management, you know I'm right here. So yeah, the the bang it, gang. I think that I think he called it the bang gang when we were down there. I was like this dude with the bang gang. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yep. He's yep. a funny dude. Hey, I wanted to ask you this. So you're 36 years old. You look like you're 22, but you're 36 years old and when I look you up, you don't, you basically went pro in the last six months, right? Well, Why? I had, I had fought all, most of my fights overseas. Oh, okay. Yeah they're, just I, not... yeah. they're not, they're not on there. They're not on sure dog. They're not on anything like that. Okay. Um, I fought professional sand show. I, I don't, it's, you know, I, you guys are fight guys. It's very similar to Muay Thai, but it's punch, kick and throw. Um, similar to Russian Sambo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I fought most of my fights overseas. I was on the USA team and, okay. uh, yeah. So yeah, I was, it was, uh, my late teens, um, mid twenties. It was, it was a good time for me. I, I got to travel as a, as a, as a young guy. So then it's all making sense, man. I was, I was saying like, uh, you know, JR really looks like he knows what the fuck he's doing in there. And, he looks super young. You're like, you know, you're super fit, super young looking, but then you th- you got that 36, which 36 isn't old. I'm not trying to call you old. I'm 40. He's f- fucking 38. So, so we're all young, but in the fight game, people see that number and they're like, Oh, 36. It's it, it, it threw me off for a second there. I was just like, yeah, oh. you, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. You know, people, I, I look young as hell. You um, do. And you know, the, I joke around a lot. I'd, I always tell people it's because I'm Asian. Asians got good genes. <laughs> Asians don't raisin is what I say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I honestly, I'd never thought that I would be back in the fight game. Um, when I was fighting a lot overseas, like I, um, the reason why I ended up stopping is because for one, if you're not in the UFC, you're not making any money. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I ended up injuring my back, um, for the 2008, right before the 2008 world championships. Yeah. 2008 in Beijing, I ended up hurting my back. So I didn't end up going. And then at the time, you know, you're a broke fighter and I had just, you know, I was like, you know what, it's time to make the decision, you know, get a job you know, going in the corporate world. So I, I literally took almost, a, yeah, just about a 10 year hiatus from the fight game. Wow. Um, I got into retail management. I ran, I ran, uh, you, I don't know if you guys have, have ever heard it, but it's called buckle. Yeah. 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 I, I, I used yeah. to be, yeah. I used to be a store manager for clothing buckle. store. Oh, clothing yeah. store. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. After buckle, the, the whole reason why I even started in retail is because you know, affliction was huge, right? Yeah. Remember affliction? Yeah. And oh, yeah. I was always in there shopping for affliction. 
And uh, the manager, the store manager in Lubbock, Texas, was like, "Hey, man, you're always in here. Like, I know you're bit. I know you're busy. I, I know you're busy with <laughs> with all your training. But if you ever want a job, like, we'd love to have you." And you know, he, I'd see him all the time. And then eventually, whenever I I made a decision to you know stop fighting for a while, is then I got into retail, went through management development there. I ran um, a buckle in Orange Park, Florida. That's actually what brought me to Florida. So I'm from yeah. Texas. Is that near Jacksonville, kind of? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's. I say it's I've over the bridge. I've <laughs> yeah. been there. Yep. Yeah, it's not too it's not too too bad, but but yeah, I ran I ran that store um, for a while, and then Oakley, you know the brand, the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oakley recruited me over and I, what brought me to, to the Tampa area, I was actually an assistant manager at the Oakley store in, in Orlando. And then from Orlando, I ran the store in Brandon, Florida, the Oakley store in Brandon, Florida. So that's what really brought me to the Tampa area. And then, you know, dude with retail, it's just like, you have no life, like you're miserable. Like it's, especially in management when you're you're running the store like you have to be there all the time and i just got sick of it and so i started training again and then i got hooked up with the right people and then i was like you know what i can i'm still pretty good you know i still got it in me you know the speed you know is 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 still there i'm not as quite as i'm not as fast as i was you know years ago but uh but the speed is still there, the skill is still there, and the, and the mindset is still there. So, you know, I'm gonna, I'm I'm back in it. Before before I knew it, I'm back in it, like head who, first. So, who approached you? Is it was because you were just training with these guys that you everybody in Florida knows about bare knuckles. So, it was just like you were training with guys that were in it. So you were like, you know, uh, I think I want to take a crack at it. Yeah. Um. So when I started taking training serious again, like my coach, um, the owner of MJM Muay Thai in, in Clearwater, um, he had a smaller location and I would go out there and spar these guys. And, and, you know, I got to know all these guys and then he approached me and he was like, Hey, like, I know like you're, you know, great in boxing. I know that, um, you coach boxing on the side. Like I would love to hire you and, and you be my boxing coach here at the gym when we get the bigger location and it was probably about six to eight months after he had mentioned it that we moved into the bigger location and then i've been with him ever since so i'm I'm training full-time training training all the boxers and also training my clients now and also fighting so that's what really got me back into it yeah there you go no more retail get no more retail yeah, yeah, no yeah. more retail. Get the yep. fuck out of here. Yeah, you know, and, <laughs> and, that, and, and that should tell you something for all you Karens and dickheads of the world. You know, when you want to give a manager at a store some shit, you never know who the fuck's managing these stores. So just yeah. relax, huh? Just yeah. relax. Everybody. Might just give you a little crow hop yeah. and bye bye. Last <laughs> exactly. day. Last day crow hop. Bye bye. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> the, the last day crow hop. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I wasn't planning on quitting today, but I am now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then pff, spit on the floor as you, as I walk out. Yeah. Oh man. So, the, so the guy you're fighting, Justin Martinez, man, we, we were out in Wichita when this dude made his debut against Chancey Wilson. And when he came out on the, on the scales, he's a, st- he's a stout little fucking flyweight, man. He was built like a brick shit house. 
and he went yeah. to absolute war with uh Chancey Wilson for like 40 seconds until he got until he got dropped, man. Uh what do you know about your opponent other than what you saw in his first fight with uh Wilson? Um, I mean, I know that he's an MMA guy. You know, you can totally see it. Um, yeah. you know, his his fight against Chauncey, uh, you know, it, his boxing skill, like I have again, much respect to to Justin Martinez. Um, I respect any any of these flyweights. I respect any fighter in BKFC because what we do is is insane. Um, but seeing watching his skill his skill set, it's it's nowhere near where mine is. Um, you know, and you know, I'm 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 not being cocky or arrogant. I'm just confident in my skill. And um, so with with him, you know, he's he's a real wide throwing guy real um you know one what you know one thing that i do have to be concerned about is you know he's going to charge me and he's definitely going to try to clinch me up as he did with chauncey mm -hmm. but but yeah like you know i'm you know we're preparing for things things of that nature so you know um so yeah he's going to be strong as strong as hell i know that he, he's definitely yeah. a, a mini a mini juggernaut for sure he's like a guy <laughs> i feel like he's got like a wind up on his back you just like wind up the guy and then his arm just boo, 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 comes yeah. at you <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah how he says he looks like a tiny little bodybuilder yeah he did yeah. when like when we mighty, were there for the uh, weigh-ins i didn't know we had seen him walking around you know with the t-shirt on and everything and i don't know much about the guy and then they came out for the weigh-ins and i'm like holy fuck this dude's a a big 125 that's like about as big that's about as big a 125 as you could possibly get right there and then exactly. like you said you, you said you know skill out does power so so i mean i expect a really good fight between you guys down on uh july 23rd anybody who's watching we're gonna try oh, to see if we can get we're gonna try to see if we can get down there for this oh one. yeah we're gonna try to get down yeah we hopefully you guys to. can it's gonna be a show it'll be a show yeah yeah and uh what do you hear about this so let me ask you this the 125 pound rankings uh -huh. you were you were ranked you lost one you're out of the rankings so i go into the bkfc uh website yeah and yeah. i look at the rankings and it says and um, Mike was talking with me about it earlier. They don't have a number four anymore. They have a one, two, three, and five, which is weird. And yeah. then I can't find you on the flyweights anymore. They have you listed with the bantamweights. What happened there? You know, it's you know what's crazy is that I I was I was listed under bantamweight too. I don't know why. Um, I honestly like it's probably once they once they took the rankings or changed the rankings. I, it was probably something written in the algorithm or written in the in the in the program that whenever they took me took me away from the number five spot, it it just randomly did something else. That's but so yeah, weird. But you so were weird. you were ranked at flyweight. Ranked at flyweight, yeah. <laughs> so as soon yeah. as you fell out of this, this is another thing. This web this this app this website is so fucking weird. Like there's all like every day I find something on this site that like just blows my mind because i it doesn't make any sense to me but you are a flyweight right you're not yeah yeah i'm definitely a flyweight back at, you know <laughs> 10 years ago i was fighting at 56 kilograms i was fighting at 123 and um you know 125 is 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 a definitely a, you know just just as hard to get to especially nowadays but um 
but yeah, like whenever I first had my, you know, my first, my, my debut with BKFC, um, they did a catch weight and it was at 130. And then I, and I had mentioned to him, I'm like, Hey, like, I just, I want to stick with, a, with flyweight. So, um, so yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely a flyweight, but so, I don't know why it still has me in bantamweight. So when you fought, is it spelled, is it pronounced Gregory or Gregorgi? Gregory? I think, Gregory. It, I think it's Gregory, Gregory. Yeah. Gregory. So Gregory fought you, right? And they, he was 123 and three quarters when he fought you at a catch weight of 130, which is weird. Um, when we saw him fight in Wichita, you know that that dude had like weights in his pockets when he fought last. Who the hell did he fight, Mike? He fought. He, he oh. felt- yeah, he Marciano. fought the number one ranked guy. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. Guy. yeah. They they fed him to the number one guy, and we talked to him that night. We're like, how he is so fucking small. And we're like, dude, how much do you weigh? He's like, yeah, 113. We're like, no way. You just fought at 125 pounds tonight. He goes, Yeah, I I uh I weighed 118 pounds yesterday and I had shit in my pockets. <laughs> Oh like, my gosh! Like, what? And uh, he just needed a paycheck, I guess. This is what he said. That's crazy. I I don't know what if he if you know he's gonna he did be it for the gram or not. He did it. He did it. You know, <laughs> Jer- like has, again. Like I have much respect for him for for Fuck coming yeah, in I here. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. But what, what I don't get, man, is like why did why did he fight the number one guy? Like right right after I had fought him, you know. I, I think that we asked, I think when we were out there, they were, they were looking for someone to fight Marciano and they needed it like real quick yeah, in a hurry. And he was the first guy to say, yes, I, I, I think that's all it came down to big Ben who um, says he knows you, Jr. big Ben, one of the biggest fans of BKFC in the world says, uh, Grigori fought you with his mom in his corner. <laughs> yeah. and he, had, he had his mom corner him unbelievable yeah, it was it was bizarre you know i had talked to him after after the fight and you know passing i think i was like going to the restroom or something and uh i see him and in, in his mom standing there and i and out of the you know i'm a nice guy i'm like yeah out of the kindness of my heart like i was like hey man good fight and then i looked at his mom and i was like like, I'm so I said I was like I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, what do you was, say? Yeah, exactly. It was it was it was odd. It was an odd you know moment, and and Gerald is a nice guy. Like oh yeah, he, he is. I, yeah, he's a really nice guy. He and I have you know connected on on Facebook, and you know he he's asked me a lot of questions and and stuff like that. So you know he's he's definitely a good guy. He was super fucking cool to us. We uh, in the hotel in Kansas we. You know, everybody was kind of down in the lobby in the area, like the lounge area and stuff. And he happened to be down there and he hung out with us for two, three hours that night. And uh, it was cool. He he was really nice. Uh, I just couldn't believe like he's even smaller. I knew obviously he's 125 or whatever, but he just seems so much smaller than I even imagined him to be. And like Kyle said, obviously he is. He's smaller. He's, you know, yeah. he's got to fight he, in the he, 115 or, you know, 105. Yeah. If, you know, if, yeah. Bare knuckle ever brings brings in that weight class. I doubt it, though. Yeah. 
So you you're fighting Justin Martinez, and like we just talked to Kerry uh, Caprio. I don't know if you saw his fight the other night. That was very. I impressive. did. I, I saw the highlights. It was definitely that was a hell of a fight right there. Yeah, hell of a fight. It was uh, like like we said earlier when he got dropped in the first round. We were all like, "Oh shit, it's already over," and like we didn't, we weren't all the way like surprised that he got dropped because we all thought that rookie Randall was was you know supposed to go in there and win. Then the kid popped up, and Caprio gave him the business for the next mm -hmm. two rounds. Dropped him three times in the third, and won. With that said, your your weight class, you go in there, you get a win over Justin Martinez. You go to two and one. You got a lot of one and zero oh guys. You got you know a few guy a few guys that have had a few fights in there. What I'm trying to say is a lot of the guys in your weight class don't have all that many fights. So right. you could be right there in the mix of a conversation of just of with being, one more win. Yeah. You know, being ranked again and or being placed in whatever said tournament that they're talking about doing. They've been mentioning a lot. We haven't heard anything about it actually happening. I believe David Feldman said it was starting in August, but maybe down in maybe down in albuquerque is when it's going to start i don't know have you heard anything about it yeah um just just what you guys said like i heard it's gonna supposedly it's gonna be starting in august um but yeah like you know the 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 crappy it's weird because what was a rookie rookie randall he was ranked number four he was yeah and then well, there, yep. there's there's no number four now but right. abby moved to five so right. whenever I whenever I got beat by Daniel by Doctor Stoppage, there was no number five. So <laughs> yeah, it, so now, like it does. It now there's a one, two, sense. three, five. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So <clears throat> I think I think I think it's time to do the one twenty five um, tournament. I think it's time to have uh, a belt for the men for one twenty five. But yeah, like. Um, you know, after this fight, I'm definitely, you know, my main goal is to, you know, get the 125 belt. That's, you know, that's just my, my goal, especially coming back in the fighting after all these years. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you, you look at their list of fighters here and, you know, you got Danny Alvarez, who you fought, like you said, he's probably going to go up to 135. But if he sticks around, you got him, you got Marciano Hernandez, but they don't even have listed um, Vinny, Vinny Torriello. He's in the uh, 135s uh, list. Yeah, just saw but that. He's, he's a flyweight. You got mm -hmm. Devin Gibson. I don't see him on here. I think Devin Gibson's going to fight flyweight. Um, yourself. They also it, have him on the 135 list here and bantamweight. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of killers out there. It's a very exciting time for the BKFC. Yeah. They're they're building new new divisions with new rosters, and uh, like you said, you go out and you get this win on J July 23rd, and I think you're you're definitely a name that they'll they'll be poked, they'll be throwing around for for whatever tournament they put together. I wonder what kind of tournament it's going to be. If it's going to be a four man or an eight man tournament, I hope it's an eight man and it goes over a couple events. You know. Yeah, definitely. I, I hope so too. I mean, within, you know, within, I'd say the last year they have, you know, the 125, they've brought on some, some, some studs, you know, there's yeah. a lot of guys out there that's got some great talent and, um, and, and, and it's, and it's a great platform too for the 125s. Uh, 
so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm part of the mix and I'm glad that I, I, you know, I'm being spoke about as, you know, a top contender, you know, for the belt. They added a lot of people to that division very quickly. Um, it's kind of how they did the 145. There was like nobody. And then all of a sudden there's just all these people there. But Big Ben mentioned in the comments, and this is, you know, not to like deflate this uh, tournament talk, but when that was announced, David Feldman himself was actually on Facebook commenting on Reggie Barnett's post saying, hey, didn't I contact you about being in the 125 pound tournament in August? Fast forward a couple of weeks, he's fighting Reggie. Uh, I mean, Reggie Barnett is fighting for the belt. Yeah, for the belt. For, yeah, one thirty-five. <laughs> so, yeah, against France. So uh, you know, I don't. Is there still going to be a tournament at one twenty-five? You know what I mean? Like what? You know what happened there? I, I don't know. So you, I hope so, but you know, I just don't know what happened there. Right. Yeah. That's that's you know when when I saw Reggie Barnett was fighting Jared Grant, I was like. Cause wow. that's exactly, that's exactly what I heard is right. that, you know, that David Feldman had spoke with Reggie about, you know, starting the 125 tournament and he was going to be into that. And next thing I know, he's fighting for the interim belt mm -hmm. at 135. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, that it does start. And, um, because again, like they've built up the 125 weight class now and, and a lot of the ones like a lot, like, well, Abby, um gian um a lot of the guys that are ranked right now they were at 135 you know what i mean i'm sure some right. of the guys that i'm sure some of the guys on the 125 roster right now were fighting 135 as well and that so, was that was the thing when we were talking about this a couple weeks or a couple episodes ago we were talking about this and I, and that was where I was like, man, I do not understand how whatever outside party is building these rankings, I do not understand. And nothing against Abby Velasquez, but he's he was on a three-fight losing streak, and the only fight he had at 125 pounds, he lost, yet he was ranked higher than the guy who beat him at 125. Mm -hmm. So right. riddle me that, fucking Batman. That, that it, doesn't make any, any sense at it, all. It, it doesn't. It, it, it didn't at all. Like... <laughs> They fixed uh, yeah. it by at this point. He's behind right. Gian now. Kind, kind of, kind of, yeah. Yeah, it still doesn't make any sense. You know, Abby, Abby I didn't win. Abby, yeah, Abby and I, like we've Abby and I have sparred multiple times. Like, there's a lot of a lot of dudes out here in in, in Tampa, Clearwater, St. Pete, um, that that are on BKFC's roster. Like Steve O was at the gym. Yeah. Steve O trains out there. Yeah. We have open sparring. Um, on Saturdays and a lot of these guys come out. Um, so yeah, like, like we've got a lot of people that fight for the BKFC out, out in these parts. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how many Florida based fighters are on the BKFC roster. It is really crazy. There's I'm jealous. A, we need to move there. What are we doing? I really, I know I want to move to Florida. So bad. I swear to God, ha, I bet you 50% of their entire roster is in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> whether it's, whether it's like Tampa area all the way oh, down Miami. to Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. That's it, man. Yep. It's fucking nuts, man. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you coming on here. We got it. We got a speed round dialed up for you. We don't want to keep you all night. Uh, you want to do one real quick? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Speed round with J.R. Ridge, the lion himself. Here we go. Number one. What is what is <laughs> this is a funny question. What is your most frequently visited non-social media website? <laughs> <laughs> um 
you know it, it's like the last i would say the last month well especially after my fight like i i every day i go to the bkfc website okay. and see what the rankings are good like answer it, like, like it yo it, it like it irks me so bad that 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 it was dr stoppage and i lost and i always look at the rankings i'm like what's is it gonna change like what's going on like i don't know if daniel albert since he didn't make weight like am i still gonna be ranked number five you know it's it's you know it's i i look at it every day so i would say that's uh man social media website Mike, he avoided that hub. He uh-huh. avoided the hub. The hub didn't come out there. I'd say no XNXX, no, no U porn, no hub, no, no nothing. No, I didn't none know of those. Okay, none okay. Of, Reddit. Not, the lion, not, not even guy. Reddit. Not even like, hey, I'm on Reddit all the time. You know, like Reddit. <laughs> you could sneak that in because people are like, oh yeah, Reddit. It's like, you know, social. Well, that, I guess that's kind of like social it's media social website, media though, thing. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, it, it, like, you know, you were trying to find a loophole. You loophole, fucker. yeah, yeah. BKFT, <laughs> not, not the lion, boys. Yep. <laughs> not, not the lion. Here we go, <laughs> number two. If you could cancel something, what would you cancel? Um, dang, I got one. Dang, that's a, that's Doctor, a good one. Doctor Stoppages. Oh, there, there we go. Yes, <laughs> Doctor Stoppages. Eyeballs will be hanging out. <laughs> you know, you know. Honestly, like, bye bye, Doctor Don. <laughs> I get why they do it, man. I get why they do it. I was ready to keep going. You know, there was I. I knew I was going to go into the fifth round. So Joe Biden. Somebody Joe wrote Biden. Joe. Biden. <laughs> hey, that's Big Ben. That's, Big ben. Dude, that's uh, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. The one thing you don't do, you don't have to cancel, is their subscription to the hub because it's free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know what you might have to can- cancel is a subscription to the damn app and maybe uh, reload that freaking thing. Um, Dude, yeah. If I, I thought they had it all fixed. There is a reason why it's happening, but I don't think I'm at liberty to talk about it. And I will see if we can mention a few things and maybe we'll talk about it the next time we have a show so we can maybe clear the air on a few things because i know a lot of people automatically like i see a lot of things like like people think it's you know just bkfc like as though they're actually making the website and then there's other people who don't realize like how many people are involved in making the app like there's a bunch of different companies and then i also see things where people think it's a conspiracy theory because hey bkfc is cheap it's 50 dollars a year or five dollars a month but fight tv is twenty dollars so they're just putting it down on purpose so they can make twenty dollars a person instead of five dollars a person for a month you see is that that one of the theories that's one of the theories that they're just because triller owns 51 percent of bkfc and they also own fight tv so now they're just trying to get twenty dollars ahead and they're pretending that the app's broken that's like a conspiracy theory out there but it's not the case I can yeah, say that I believe what I was told by certain people. And I, it's not, it's as, it's as simple as you would, even if you really just thought about it, it's, it's just that simple, you know? But, yeah. You know, and yeah. apps, man, like the developers, like I've dealt with many of them, like it could just be, you know, something written in the, in the program, you know? Right. Listen, listen, listen to Big, ben sa- Big Ben says they said that this weekend's problems was from a stunad who hit the wrong ah, button. You stunad. I give him one of these. Of the Get over here. <laughs> this fucking guy over here. He <laughs> smacked that stunad right in his mouth. All right. Number three. What is the greatest comedy movie you've ever seen, JR? Dumb and Dumber. 
Dumb and Dumber. Good one. Fantastic yeah. answer. Very good. That's, that's a classic. That and Tommy Boy. Tom, <laughs> oh, I quoted Tommy Boy yesterday at work because – go ahead, Kyle. When Sorry. I was writing this question today, I'm glad you said Tommy Boy because I was writing this question, and the guy that sits right next to me at work, I say I ask him the questions every time. I'm like, oh, Ben. What's the funny? What's the what's the greatest comedy movie you've ever seen? And he goes, "Oh, that's tough." He goes, "How do you? Is it like, you know, the one that's the funniest every time you watch it, or the funniest the first time you see it?" I go, "If if it's based off of how hard you laughed the first time you saw a movie, I go, my answer would be Tommy Boy, because <laughs> love that movie. I laughed so goddamn hard <laughs> at that movie when I first saw it. I was, you know, I was like twelve years old or fourteen years old at the time." I remember being in my living room, laughing my fucking balls off. My parents like walking in being like, what the fuck are you watching in here? What is this? <laughs> I was like, Tommy boy. Tommy boy. That's it's a great movie. I, the best parts when he fat guy. In a little little that, that's uh, a, <laughs> yeah. Epic. I, I use uh, at work. If I need a signature for some, from someone, I always say Herbie Hancock. Herbie I say, Hancock. Hey, I need a Herbie Hancock. And people, some people will laugh and some people will, and I had to explain it yesterday because I was asking somebody to sign something and I was like, it's Herbie Hancock. So anytime I need it, I, I yell Herbie and my supervisor comes in and he knows exactly what it is. He comes in and gives me a little signature and I'm off. DJ yeah, Tony said dumb and dumber as well. Very you know, good. every once in a while guys, because I am, I'm, I am our company's first sergeant. So I get a lot of calls from a lot of people about a lot of dumb things. Yeah. I do every once in a while say, you know, you can take a good look at a T-bone steak by sticking your head up a bull's ass. <laughs> but wouldn't you rather take the, wouldn't you rather take the butcher's word for it? And most of the people don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's hilarious. Cause they're all in their twenties and they're stupid. Anyways, <laughs> Number four, what's the most useful thing that you own? My cell phone. Bingo. Very useful. Yeah. It's either yeah. your cell phone or your car, right? That's, all, that's the I odds-on answer every fucking time. You've got the knowledge of the world in, your, in the palm of your hands, in your pocket all day long, and people just kind of neglect that. And, you, and I mean, I, I'm a victim to it, too. I get on, and I'm looking up a bunch of dumb shit, and I'm like, I could have just learned. You know, you can just learn all day long. Everything you ever need to know, you could find out. It's crazy. It's, yeah, I love it. Like, we'd be screwed without our cell phones. Oh, We're all the smartest people in the world now. I swear. Yeah. But guess yeah, what? Yeah. Except it guess seems what? like we're all the dumbest. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. And now and now our commander is about to take that privilege away from all of us. Yeah, we'll see about that. See that bomb is about to be dropped. Number five, last question. <laughs> what is something you like to do that other people would probably consider weird? Um that's a good one. That is a good one. Hmm. <laughs> that, that that is a good one Let yeah because now you have here. to look at something and think like i'm weird you know like for doing this but you probably think it's totally normal like well i, I don't do anything weird yeah oh i can tell you that i don't do it i mean i if i need to do it i, I do it but i think it's gross like you know whenever you got your your like a, a brand new bottle of like tylenol or any medicine and you got to yep. get the damn cotton out of there. Yeah. Like I, I hate, it just grosses me out. It's, it's weird. Pull the cotton the feeling, out of the Yeah. Like no, the texture you know of it is just weird, Steph, man. My wife, the same way. She hates it. 
She she yeah. won't, she wants me to do it. She's like, can you get that out? I don't want to do it. And then half the time, like you'll grab it and not like it just stretches to like Whoa. a foot long. You're like, what? The hell? <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, Joe Ivy. You cross your toes? How do you even do that? Cross my toes and hope to die. That's right, right? How does does somebody cross their toes? I don't even know. I can't even, like, look. I can do, but I'm not sure how crossed they're getting. They're kind of overlapping. That's funny. I guarantee you, both of you were trying to cross your toes right now. I was. I was just just trying to do it. They just overlap a little bit. They don't really cross. Yeah, it's just like a mumbo-jumbo. Hey, Joe Ivy pitchers. Yeah, picks or it didn't happen. It didn't happen, right. <laughs> and then you can start an OF or something with those toes crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Cross toes OF? Oh, my God. Here we go. All right, man. Well, hey, been fun talking to you. We cannot wait to see you fight down there. J- July 23rd, yeah, Justin July. Martinez, uh, Tampa. Part two, fight night, uh, Florida, Florida State Fairgrounds, Florida State Fairgrounds. Shout some people out, say whatever you got to say. And if you uh, do, you guys do you have a um, a code for the app on your Instagram? No referral code. No referral. Code. I don't. Yeah, there I don't. No. Yeah. Oh, these guys. All right, go I ahead. Know. Shout some people out. Do whatever you got to do, man. Um, you know, I just want to shout out my my sponsors, Team Reaper um big b studios vpn studios um shout out my gym shout out my coach matt mccusker um you know uh, a few of my other sponsors beach waves grill um boss bish beauty um you know and and uh shout out my manager nelson for for making it all happen yeah nelson so, nelson's nice. the man man yeah and, and dave is. said dave said don't forget him and and my my ninja Dave Mundell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh Evan Zentar's in the house. The Lord Evan Zentar. What's up, brother? You missed oh, it all. Uh yeah. Jim, I have something you. real quick. I want to ask oh. him, what is this one? One by Ridge. One by oh, Ridge. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna make my own brand. So mm. so I was like. I knew one of my buddies, one of my training partners, as a matter of fact, he's got like six e-commerce stores, man. And he, and he does pretty well for himself. Yeah. Can I show it? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's see. Let me get this on here. There we go. So you've got some shirts. Yep. Shirts. I've got, you know, obviously a lot of, a lot of tops for dudes. I've got some women's products. Oh, is that um, Pacquiao on that shirt, Pac-Man? Yeah, man. So, so whenever I came up with with, I've got the Icon series under my, you know, under my brand. So I, I took like, you know, everybody's favorite fighters. Like Pacquiao is definitely an icon. Nice. Um, I did, I did get in trouble for, uh, <laughs> for using Muhammad Ali's picture. So I. Had to oh, really? Yeah, ah. they got me for that. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Is the violence is my answer shirt that you're wearing right now one of your shorts shirts or no this this one's actually uh my spot one of my sponsors team reaper like and team reaper is is a brand that sponsors a lot of fighters especially around here in florida and I like that they shirt. Do, yeah you can i mean you can order it on the website it's dope mm. well very cool man very, very cool, cool. Uh, good luck in all your your business endeavors as well, and uh, good luck on July twenty third. We will maybe see you there 
in person. I I got to square some stuff away with my uh, my command first, but fingers crossed you'll see us down yeah, there. I got my and fingers crossed. I got my fingers movie. crossed. Ready, got fingered. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, man, Jr. Thank you very much for giving us some of your time tonight. We will be talking to you soon, and uh, good luck in your fight, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, anytime. See ya. Later. JR, the Lion Ridge. Yeah, there that was, was fun. Yeah, a couple of good dudes. You know what? Um, easy to talk to that guy there. I mean, yeah. I feel like, I feel like we could have, I got my toes crossed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got my fingers crossed. <laughs> hey, dude, so before we end the show tonight, we got to talk a little bit about what happened this morning on uh, our arch nemesis. No, nah, just kidding. <laughs> Planet Hank had his show this morning. And um, he had David Feldman on. And I, I don't know. I don't know if if uh, the Mike and Miss show had anything to do with what went on this morning. But David Feldman came on. And I want to point out that yesterday morning, Howie and not Howie, Jesus Christ, Howie. I just looked at your <laughs> I just looked at your goddamn name. In the He's comments. a Howie. Hank was dead set against mike richmond versus yeah what the hell that's uh your brother used used the word useless this fight is useless commented it on our show last night this fight is useless dead set against it you fucking snake you little do not you little stunon my stunon of the week is hank for turning his back uh why didn't you say to the president of bkfc today when when President David Feldman said, we're going to probably go ahead and make that Mike, Mike, the Marine Richmond versus Lorenzo, the juggernaut hunt, because that's the fan, the fight the fans want to see where'd all that fucking that fight is useless. And that doesn't make any sense. Talk go at that point there. Hanky poo. Where was it? Mike, did you see it? I didn't see it. I went right out the back door. I don't know what happened yeah yeah i'm just busting balls but you know what i'm saying the tone changed quick once the press got on there and they made amends because but the last big news week, is yeah, the big news he is said he said that they're gonna go ahead and make that fight most likely he didn't exactly announce it on the show but he right. made it pretty goddamn clear and he said that isaac Doolittle knows how the game goes He's he can wait. He can wait his turn. He will will get his title shot. shot. But the the fight that the fans want to see that we want to make for the fans is Richmond versus Hunt. Book that shit. Hey, look, that's awesome. Love to see it. I like to see any of those fights. That's the thing. They're all going to be great fights and we're going to see them. It was it, it was good news. I don't know if it's like official news. I mean, it's definitely not official news right, yet. But right. he 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 definitely made it pretty clear that they're it probably going to make that fight. It went from we don't know to probable. Right? It's moved up to probable. So I'll take probable over zero percent knowledge. You know. And and you know what? There's another interesting post. One a fighter made a post about another fighter today that is known for calling fighters out on social media, but this one I actually like. Dude, John Lee Chalbeck mm-hmm. made a post about Kai Stewart. Okay. What do you think about that fight, Kai Stewart and, and John Lee Chalbeck? Chalbeck has been waiting and waiting and waiting for a fight, and he's, you know, one of the most talented 
you know, skillful, skillful boxers in that 145 pound division. And Kai Stewart is what two or three and oh now. And he's got a big, you know, he's calling everybody out. He wants to fight everyone. You know what? Chalbeck has been on the shelf long enough. Let him fight. Kai Stewart. I kind of like that. That's a good, that's a nice one to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, I think it's great. It's, it's definitely a step up now in competition. You know, Kai Stewart, he's, Fought twice, I believe. And, you know, he went in there. He put on a good show. So if he goes up against John Lee Chalbeck, he's up <laughs> in that competition level. You know what I'm saying? Listen, look at Ryan Perez. Listen, we're not disagreeing with anything he's, that he's we're definitely reading. moving up in competition from what he's fought. He's going to go against a, a, a real deal boxer now. So, right. That's the, you know, that's the point. But I mean, at some point, he's going to have to now face some people. Like that, that have a little more experience. So if he goes to John Lee Chalbeck for his third fight, you know, technically John Lee Chalbeck is one and one right now. Mm-hmm. One Can you believe one. that? One and one. So, one That's and one. It. So it makes sense. Yes, Chalbeck is a much better boxer than than Kai Stewart. Yes, he is. Yes, and right. chances yeah. are you guys are probably right in the outcome of that fight. But Kai Stewart has been very public and very vocal about how he's going to run through every single person in that top five to a title. So go ahead, give him, give him the 40 year old man. Yep. Right? How old is Chalbeck? He's got to be 39, 40. Something like I, that. I don't know how old he is actually. <laughs> I'm pretty positive. He's he older is. than me. No, I don't know. Let's John look Lee, it up. Let's real find quick. Out John Lee Chalbeck. What you got? What you got, Mike? Doesn't even come up. No, no one found John Lee Chalbeck. Not found on, on the BFC website. Check, dude. Check lightweight. I will. I'm gonna. Um, no, I just searched the website. There we go. Came up. Came up. If I just put Chalbeck. Right there. Up. I got Don't it. Don't want to confuse it. anybody. Doesn't have his age. Doesn't have his age. But I get you though. Don't worry because I've got. I've got it. I've got it. Google. Go to the Googles, Mike. Go to the Googles. God damn it. John Chalbeck. Let's see. Age 39. 39 years old. Let's see. That's 39. what I'm saying. Yeah. 39 years old. He he's he's 39. 40, just like uh, just like us. This month. Um go to the fighter section, Evan Zantar says you fucking stupid. I, I am in the fighter section and <laughs> I press search. And if you search John Lee Chalbeck, nothing comes up at all. But if you ch- if you just search Chalbeck, it comes up. Yeah. Um, we did not talk about Jared Grant and Reggie. We're going to wait until probably a little closer to the fight to really get into that one and maybe get both of those fellas on this show at some point before July 23rd. I don't know, but yeah, definitely a, a bad at first and last name. You stood no middle. Come no on. M- this is two, 2022. <laughs> Chalbeck gets a three different words. It should search them all. Come on now. Come on. But I, I found I, it. Put in Chalbeck. Just last oh names. Oh my God. Last names only. How do you know his first name is not John Lee? It is. It's John Lee. Yeah. He's like a John. Southern guy. You know, John Lee. Hey, it's John Lee. Lee. This fucking guy. That's Chung Lee. Chung Lee. <laughs> Anyways, hey, guys. Um, Thank you, Evan. We are off. Okay. Hold on a second here. We're off next week. All right. And then. Yep. The the week after that, we promise to have huge shows on the week after that because the week after that one is fucking fight week, Mike. That's right. Fight Holy week. Holy shit. Fight week. Fight week. Fight week. 
Florida State Fairgrounds. Oh, man. You know, it's going to be awesome. You got Captain Deadpool and Jeremy sure Escoboza. You got fucking Reggie, Bar- Reggie Barnett Jr. and uh, Jared Kid Gotti Grant. You got some other guys that we talked Mundell about. Mundell and Simpson, Riley and Oof. McIver, I think. You got Steve O'Morris now fighting. Steve O'Morris is yep. on there. No shit. Oh, what the hell is this? Who's this guy? This can't be right. Ah, oh, okay. Alex Tierney. I see Tierney. I was like, wait, what? What is this? No, yeah, Tierney. that's Connor's Alex. uncle. It's <laughs> 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 Connor's uncle. <laughs> his, uncle. His uncle Al. Anyways, man. The following week after my vacation, I promise we'll we'll hit you with some good shows. And then the week after that is fight week. So with that said, uh, Mike and I are going to be signing off for the week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to Carrie uh, Caprio. Thank you to JR Ridge for tonight. And thank you to Lorenzo and Mike Richmond yesterday. Awesome yep. show. And I uh, appreciate you guys all tuning in for the last couple nights and hanging with us. With that said, Mike, you got anything for these peeps? Peace.